You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Greetings, beloved, in the wonderful, matchless, and glorious name of King Jesus. I do hope that you are having a fantastic week. I'm so thankful that you've decided to be a part of this Doctrine and Duty podcast ministry. So thankful that you are tuned in and ready to find out more about the doctrine of unity, the doctrine of church unity. And today I have something just a little bit different, a little bit special for you. I have a couple things I'm going to read to you, and uh, then we're going to pray. Uh, This is uh, from the book of Psalms. It is Psalm 133. So, by the way, just a little bit of uh, of hmm, training, instruction. If you're referring to the book, it's the book of Psalms. If you're referring to one psalm, there's no S on the end. So many times people write and even speak, Yeah, I love Psalms 100. No, you love Psalm 100. There you go. So let's let's be accurate, okay? So that'll be that'll be helpful, hopefully, for some. Uh, Psalm 133, a song of ascents of David. Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head, running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Um. We're in the Old Testament, so obviously it's a little bit different. We're in the book of Psalms, uh, where we find poetical expression of King David. Behold, look, check this out. It is good and glorious when brothers dwell in unity. It is good and pleasant. It's just nice. It is so refreshing. It is comforting, consoling. It's not stressful. It's not frustrating. It's it's not divisive when brothers dwell in unity. When the people of God choose to be united in heart and mind, it is a glorious thing. What's it like? Great question. I'm glad you asked. It's actually like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron running down on the collar of his robes. The precious oil, uh, we are talking about olive oil. Uh, most likely it would have been perfumed a touch, obviously with some essential oils, obviously. Um, this is a reference to the anointing of the high priest. Uh, Aaron, the line of Aaron, the Levitical priesthood, they're mentioned and referenced. It is uh, this is something prescribed by God uh, for worship, for when the priest, uh, before he could administer uh, the functioning of the temple, he would have to be anointed, his head would be anointed with this precious olive oil on his head, running down on the beard, running down on the collar of his robe. So there's a lot there. Since this is an analogy, it says it is like, so we know it's an analogy that that lets us know that we have a little bit of poetic license there to to, to, to paint a picture. And as this is a picture of, of, of overflowing, a picture of, of blessing, a picture of anointing and setting apart. There's so many beautiful things there that we see um, that 
unity is like, when brothers dwell in unity, it's it's like this precious picture of the anointing of Almighty God, the, the blessings of God, the, the separation of God, where God separates us unto good works and to doing the will of God. It's a beautiful picture. I'm reminded of uh, being asked as a pastor to anoint someone with oil. And I've always uh, been clear to say I'm happy to. The Bible talks about it Old Testament. The Bible speaks about it in the book of James to anoint uh, with oil the sick. And so happy to do that as long as you know that I can't heal you and the oil can't heal you. But God's word commands obedience and we will trust God to do what only God can do and whatever God's will is in that situation. Um, I did hear of a young pastor who one time went to make a hospital visit. It was a, it was a Pentecostal pastor, so they had the oil with them already. And um, the woman asked to be anointed with oil, and he had uh, the woman close her eyes, and and, and he basically took out a, a big container of like Wesson oil, cooking oil, and he poured it all over her body from head to toe. He drenched her in this oil. Now, the woman was not happy. I'm not sure if she, I don't recall in the story if she was healed or not, um, the woman wasn't happy, but even more than that, the workers at the hospital were not happy at all. Not not the thing that one should do uh, for your first hospital visit in ministry, and I think he was definitely a rookie pastor. Um, so unity is like the precious oil running down, overflowing. The second analogy, it is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. The, uh, the dew, the water, the liquid uh, from Hermon, uh, one of the mountains, uh, er, the the product, the outflow of whatever liquid, whether it be the rains, the early latter rains, or the dew that would come from Hermon would flow towards Zion, the holy city of God, the mountains of Zion. And and there was this just this picture of, again, fruitfulness and overflowing and the blessing, the anointing, the blessing of Almighty God upon the people of God. And so much so that it clearly says in verse 3, For there the Lord has commanded the blessing of, of life forevermore. So Psalm 133 uh, gives us two analogies. Uh, the the oil on the head, beard of Aaron running down to the collar of his robes. And like the dew of Hermon, uh, this miraculous moisture that God provides, right? I mean, uh, oh, it's amazing to me how God provides for us in so many ways that we cannot fathom that He would even cause dew to appear uh, to liquidate things that needed uh, to be watered. And so, um, the dew, like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion, pictures of God's blessing, His hand upon His people, the fruitfulness of the people of God. And all of this is a picture of unity. How good and how pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. I want to read to you a, um, a prayer from the Valley of Vision, Puritan prayer book. This is called The Family from the Valley of Vision. O Sovereign Lord, Thou art the Creator Father of all men, for Thou hast made and dost support them. Thou art the special Father of those who know, love, and honor Thee, who find Thy yoke easy and Thy burden light. Thy work honorable, Thy commandments glorious. But how little thy undeserved goodness has affected me. How imperfectly have I improved my religious privileges. How negligent have I been in doing good to others. I am before thee in my trespasses and sins. Have mercy on me, and may thy goodness bring me to repentance. Help me to hate and forsake every false way, to be attentive to my condition and character, to bridle my tongue, to keep my heart with all diligence, 
to watch and pray against temptation, to mortify sin, to be concerned for the salvation of others. Oh God, I cannot endure to see the destruction of my kindred. Let those that are united to me in tender ties be precious in thy sight and devoted to thy glory. Sanctify and prosper my domestic devotion, instruction, discipline, example, that my house may be a nursery for heaven, my church the garden of the Lord, enriched with trees of righteousness of thy planting for thy glory. Let not those of my family who are amiable, moral, attractive, fall short of heaven at last. Grant that the promising appearances of a tender conscience, soft heart, the alarms and delights of thy word be not finally blotted out, but bring forth judgment unto victory in all whom I love. Wow. What a powerful prayer for the family and for unity. You know, when I think about um, the duty portion of uh, our study on doctrine and duty, I think about just the daily living that the people of God uh, are called to. And just like in, in some of the previous passages, we're called to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. And um, Psalm 133 says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. You all know how difficult life is. You, you know the stresses of life and and family and parenting and, and jobs and expectations and sicknesses and, and death and uh, financial concerns. We, we can be inundated and overwhelmed with so many things. But to know that when you come to church, there is a unity that is unparalleled in the world. To know that when you go home with your believing spouse, that there is a unity there. There's a, a strength and a bond that cannot be broken. These are things that encourage us to keep going. They encourage us to stand firm on the Word of God as Christ is our foundation. They encourage us to love others, even those who seem are seemingly unlovable. Uh, they encourage us to do the will of God even in the midst of suffering, not knowing what others might say, think, or do about us. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that we would experience the blessings of unity, that we would make tough choices to do the right thing no matter what, and we would be able to say, look, y'all, how good and how pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. Oh, Lord, unity is awesome. That, that our testimony would be, y'all come to the church. Unity is awesome. It is glorious. It is pleasant. It is refreshing. It is liberating. Y'all come and join us at our church. You'll sense the presence of God. You'll be in the midst of the people of God. Uh, the Word of God will be proclaimed. Worship will be primary. And so many other blessings that we'll be able to share. Father, that that would be the testimony of our churches. The testimony of our church. Lord, here at Alexander Baptist Church. Father, that we as the people would be united, one heart, one mind, one soul. We thank you for the, the glorious promises of your word that you never leave us and you never forsake us. Father, we thank you that if we confess our sin, you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for my people, my home, uh, my family. I pray for my people, my church. I pray for my people, my, my community. Father, I pray for my people in this podcast. Lord, may you greatly bless. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, folks. Again, I love you. Thanks for tuning in. 
And we'll see you next time. Have an awesome day, a Jesus-filled day. Take care. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church, located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.